A word to the wise. Formality has left the building. Giving you the answers to life's questions that even your best friends would be too shy to offer. This is Snyder On Call with Ann Snyder and Julie Snyder. No relation. No topic is off limits. And even when they don't have an answer, you'll get an answer. Now, here are Julie Snyder and Ann Snyder. Better put down that Christmas cookie, in. <clears throat> Welcome to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. We're here for women. We're here to talk about all things holiday. Oh my gosh, Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah, it's rocking all right. We are coming live in studio less than a week away from Christmas. Countdown's on. Hanukkah's behind us. I think, when does Kwanzaa happen? Kwanzaa, I believe starts the day after Christmas and runs for I'm gonna say ten days. I could be making it up. Well we'll be dead by then. But no so doubt. we better we better say this is a combo Christmas Kwanzaa special. Yeah. This I like is it. The, double up. We have a lot to talk about, ladies. We always do. My daughters recently listened and were very critical of the preamble. Oh. They feel we waste a lot of time what? setting up our podcast, that if people want to know who we are, that we're not related, blah, 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 they will have already figured that out, Mom, by the time you do Podcast 12. Wow. We don't need to waste any more time, and we're going to just let the sleigh ride begin. Well, let's get into the 12 days of Christmas. We've got a lot to cover, so please stay tuned. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. No relation. Holiday edition. Say joy to the world. Don't stop clapping now. Joy to the world. Mm. Yes. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And Julie, this is podcast number 12. Can I, you believe? I can't believe it. In fact, I was just trying to adjust my chair. I almost went down to the kids' table. Now her, now her chin's on the table. <laughs> Keep talking. Whoop. Fill the air. A dozen of these little beauties out there for the listening public to enjoy. I love it. We got a lot to share. We got a lot to say. And this brings us so much joy on a regular basis. Don't get us wrong. Like, we yak at each other every day, all day. But something about being accountable for what you say because it's going on tape. It's a permanent, we have a permanent record of our dialogue. Yikes. Well, we've been doing so many things since we were last in studio. I think we made it through Thanksgiving where we counted our blessings. Mm-hmm. I took a trip to Southern Florida, once again invited by a poodle. And it was poodleicious. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing an awful lot of holiday parties, uh. getting our Christmas list going, getting that Christmas card photo done. It's excruciating. It's a lot of work. And for all our listeners who work full-time jobs or they do volunteer work or just any of our women listeners who have a full plate already to tack on the bonus side dish of the three and a half weeks that we put up the tree and decorate the house and have the parties and get people over and the cookies, it's not easy. 
It isn't. So I think what we should concentrate on, Anne, today is just the real gifts and what's really important. One thing Anne and I have done with uh, now two gatherings of our little circles of friends, we have issued the no gift decree. Your presence, not your present. <laughs> well, that sounds like the same word. We're really trying to tell our friends that we do not need gifts. I have one group of friends, and we did all exchange gifts over a beautiful dinner. And it was lovely. I mean, believe me, I'm so excited by everything that was so carefully selected. But really, do we need to give each other gifts? Because isn't the gift of time, the gift of a, a cup of coffee together, just being together is present enough. And I don't think anyone needs one more iota of stress of what to get, running out to the mall, facing the masses, where to park. Do I bring the kids? Do I leave them home? Who's going to wrap it? Then I got to get a sitter. It's too much. So, ladies, take the suggestion. I'm not saying for every circle of friends, but let's start to dial it down. And let's just say the gift of time is the biggest gift of all. Because I bet if you took an inventory, there's not too many of us out there who need another bloody thing. I am going to do one disclaimer. If my Mr. Snyder is listening to this, uh, that doesn't count to you, honey. Oh, I, mine neither. I, mine I'm, neither. I mean, I'm owed. If hell has frozen <laughs> over and my Mr. Snyder has tuned in, proceed with caution yeah. and buy what you were going to buy. Well, spouses <laughs> are not exempt. For a spouse, a gift is, this time of year is a, a reinforcement, an endorsement. The spousal a, gift. I'm saying you work for a company for 12 years. You work for that spouse for 12 months. Like you, you need the Christmas bonus, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I can't wait. More so, more on that in January. More on that in January. <laughs> so we'll be right back. More to come. Julie Snyder and I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. That's all right. Woo! Somebody sing joy one more time. Joy to the world. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And Ann, I hope you're having a great December. One of the givens of this month are office parties, corporate gatherings, social events around the holidays. And these are things to do. We often get invited to. Often our calendars are so full. Some, Some evenings were double booked or even, dare I say, triple booked. Wow. And as it relates to the holiday season and attending parties and functions, one of the things Snyder on Call wants to bring to our listeners' careful and conscientious behavioral realm Uh is the following. I'm going to hand this over to Anne, and we're going to talk through. It's a list. We're going to probably have two or three lists today. But go ahead, Anne. Tell me what this list says. The title of today's list <laughs> lesson <laughs> what not to do at a holiday gathering or any gathering for that matter does that include christmas with the in-laws or any oh, gathering any. okay of that matter all right well I, <laughs> let me just say that no matter what ann does from here on out i'm 
pretty sure I have done all of these things in my career journey. But Anne, let's go ahead and, and start the list. And I also like to offer the disclaimer that I don't ever see the list until she's sliding it across the table. Just handed it to her in studio. Okay, party tips. What, Number one. What not to do at a holiday gathering or any gathering for that matter. Number one, detailed stock market bragging. <laughs> Go ahead, read, read, read the narrative. The narrative is, in quotes, I got hammered today on the market. My account lost $120,000. If everyone knows the market was down 3% and you announce you lost $120,000, people do the math and realize huh, you have a $4 million portfolio. Can I? Could you introduce that person to me? I Actually, I'd a, love to meet them. I mean, they're not, they're not eating the Egg McMuffin casserole. <laughs> no. Okay, number two. Okay. Ask for free medical or legal advice. Is this what to do at the party? Is this what not to do oh. at a holiday gathering or, or any, any gathering, gathering for that matter? Legal or medical. At a party, you encounter the head of a local medical practice and ask, quote, Doctor, I sometimes feel faint when I'm driving. What do you think it is? <laughs> You are asking DWI. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> you are asking him or her to give away expertise for free. Oh, Noted. Number three, and I think this is where we really start to hit home. Uh uh-uh. uh Don't drink too much. What? About thirty percent of Americans don't drink alcohol. Some non-drinkers and plenty of people who drink too think getting drunk at parties is a sign of bad judgment. Uh-oh. If your profession involves giving advice, <laughs> you've just disqualified yourself. Now, I'd like to just a little add on to this one. I have like a hard firewall when it comes to drinking at work events. I don't do it. I I have done it, and that's why I don't do it now. <laughs> well, I I don't do it as much as I used to. And I I will say that the days are long, but the nights are longer. Ain't it the During truth. the week, if you're drinking. So I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and give you an affirming nod. I, I'm, I'm receiving I've, it. I've heard. Okay. Read that back again. What Don't not you? to do okay. at a holiday <laughs> gathering or, or any gathering ga- well, for that matter. Oh, well, I mean, okay. <gasps> Number, Number five. Number oh, wait. four. What, uh, we just did three. Don't, Julie. Don't hit on people. A t-shirt <laughs> says it all. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and on Facebook forever. Oh, jeez. About 64% of Americans carry smartphones. Your antics are likely to be filmed or worse, go viral. Uh, like the HPV uh, virus. Creepers, creepers. Number five, don't hype your business success. Oh, jeez. Some might say, I'm having my best year ever. I hardly have time to cash the checks. Oh, brother. The tide of the economic recovery hasn't lifted all the boats, and lots of people and businesses are struggling. So don't do that at parties. Okay, I'll remember that. Number six. Also, I mean, you and I are never really too guilty of this, but there are people who do wear revealing clothing. Oh, God. According to a study, Julie, at Brown University, 46% of men and 74% of women, students who are normal weight, were uncomfortable with their body image. Flaunting yours in a professional circle is inappropriate. 
Now, wait, I got confused there. We're talking, <laughs> don't wear low-cut dress because the college kids don't like their bodies. I didn't follow that. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, we, you've got to dress appropriately, folks, mm-hmm. and especially lady listeners. You may have decolletage. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Decapage. Your boobs might be hanging out. Don't, don't. <laughs> let's not. Well, Anne, I mean, that's sort of off color. Let's just keep her all. There's there's something called a dicky. <laughs> it's like a turtleneck. Let's leave something to the imagination. No one ever went wrong creating a little mystery and mystique. Yeah, keep her covered up. We Good keep grief. keep it all covered up. Up Upstairs and downstairs. Truth. Thank Truth. you. Number seven, Julie. Do not fawn over executives you meet someone who could be helpful to your career or even make a lasting impression don't be tempted to tell them how smart they are or how much you admire them (laughs) try to identify some interests in common well and especially in a social setting you know executives are people too and executives are always always being solicited for advice, opinion. Everybody has an angle. And I think that at a social gathering, that's a good rule. Mm. You don't need to angle in that setting. You sure don't. All right. Number eight. And this, is this the final? This is the final okay. item on our list of what ki- not to do at a holiday gathering. I'm getting kind of depressed. Well, this one will put Why you, even go to a holiday This one gathering? will put you over the edge. Okay. Number eight. What not to do at a holiday gathering or any gathering, Julie, for that matter. Number eight, don't overeat. Oh, jeez. Buffets can be pretty tempting, especially when cold shellfish is present. <laughs> is that what it Yikes. says? Yeah. Cold? Don't pile your plate high. It implies that you aren't used to be fed on a regular basis <laughs> or that you take things because they're free. Oh, my Who God. Who writes this stuff? corporate party if the shrimp uh, if the shrimp cocktail is passed uh, am i to say no is it rude not to take the shrimp an I mean, oyster on the half shell it's a slippery slope fresh with ice and Ugh. tabasco oh, that is fabulous yeah i don't i don't know i mean all of these seem pretty commonsensical but in mm. case you didn't have the knowledge beforehand cider on calls here to bring it to you well and i would say for especially for our listeners for the young Young co-eds, mm-hmm. right out of college. On Learning the, how to be professional. fast track. I'd say there's some good advice there, but yeah. I, I'm a little depressed. Yeah. I, I would just, something that echoed with me is the dress, the dress code. Like, many a time you go to the holiday party, and all of a sudden the meek and mild young gal from accounting is fresh off of a pole at Charades yeah. nightclub or something. Like They feel like, oh, it's a holiday party. I'm going to wear this dress. Yeah, well, you wear be a little careful. something else, too, please. There is something to be said about a shawl or a wrap or a pashmina. <laughs> Which I'm not going to Iran to validate or validate that that's coming from a llama lamb, but... We do, we do like the pashmina. They're sold on she's, every street corner in New York. She's she, functional. She's functional. She in every color. So wrap it up and dap it up. Well, I let's think behave ourselves let's for the holidays ourselves. and any time for that matter. And we always say, do not drink and drive. No, absolutely not. Thank you. Well, now that we've had the most depressing holiday what not to do list, stay tuned, listeners. We're gonna we're gonna little, light things up. We're gonna lighten up the load here, Holly Jolly. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. 
I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And one of the things around the holidays that we talk and spend a lot of time around, Ann, are all the different food groups, the special delectable delights, the cookies, the dips, the drinks, signature drinks. and cheeses. (laughs) So, Ann, let's talk... Ham, okay. if you can. If I mean, Sam, I am. <laughs> I cannot eat one more piece of ham. I think the holidays bring with it, like we're coming off of Thanksgiving, so everyone's turkeyed out. I think some people do do the big roast beef, the do cr- the crown roast. Of course, we are fans of the tenderloin. We've covered it a million times, but the ham is really rising to the top of the list. The holiday food chain, if, if you, you will. will, if you will. And the thing is, with ham, if you make a ham, that brings with it the ham sandwich, the cubed up ham in every egg dish you're eating for a week, it it bringing up the big ham bound for soup, and all of it, I don't care what you're making, is so salty. Like, I'm never thirstier than I am from December 23rd to January 5th. Ham I am. And, Anne, I would say that the ham, unlike the turkey or the tenderloin, that pretty much is one and done. Mm. That ham, I've got a ham down. She pays it forward. She pays it forward. You can never get rid of her. No. And the first time out, when you honey glaze her and you cook her up wrapped in foil so she doesn't celebrate the spiral cut. Celebrate the spiral cut. That's when she's wonderful and in her glory. That's your first time use. That's a full entree. You got a sweet potato side dish. That's high time for ham. And everybody eats it and says the ham is so tender and good. You never can finish the ham, and especially if you have the ham with the bones. So she gets wrapped up and jammed in that refrigerator. And and this is for another show in in the new year, but never adequately wrapped up. No, because she starts to dry. Well, because she's gigantic. The next outing, if you will, <laughs> is trying to convince anybody in your house that they really want a ham sandwich. And the ham's still good. And they don't want it. I have all this ham. I pull it out. I slice it up. I've and, got fresh rolls. Uh, everybody goes PB&J. Mm-hmm. The next iteration is, as you said, the breakfast casserole. And we're going to let our listeners in on a little clue. Today, just before we came in studio. Just this very day. We had the egg McMuffin (laughs) casserole. I swear to God, I think she just makes it up. I did. I got it on my phone. It's an app. It's the recipe app. Do you know what McDonald's Egg McMuffin, which is, by the way, the lowest calorie breakfast you can get at McDonald's. It is a high protein, low fat, a lot lower fat than a sausage McMuffin and certainly the hot cake breakfast. Okay, Jenny Craig, back to the casserole. Okay, so what you do (laughs) is you literally take six English muffins, you cube them up. Then you get all that leftover ham, like two cups of your ham. You cut it and cube it and cube it and cut it and slice it and dice it. Because it's still good. Then you get a cup of shredded cheddar cheese. Mm. 
and it's got to be shredded, and it's got to be sharp cheddar. Wow. You put that into a buttered 9 by 9 pan. It's all dry and dry. Sure she is. So sure. what do you do to get the liquid? Eight, not eight, make, not eight maids of milking, eight eggs. You crack eight eggs, two-thirds cup milk, salt, and pepper. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? What? It's my arteries closing. Continue. No. <laughs> then you beat it. <laughs> you beat the eggs. So now you, oh, you've got liquid. Sure. You pour it into that 9x9. Nine nine. And you know what, ladies? Don't go 9x13. Nine 9x9 uh -huh. nine nine is deep enough and thick enough to hold all your liquidity because the McMuffins absorb the egg. You turn the oven to 375. You put her in for 40, 45 minutes. And put the Shh. coffee on. I dibble-dabble a little but butter on top. Everything's better with butter. And why don't you tell our listeners, how, how was uh, the, the egg McMuffin casserole? It was very good. It was very good. The eggs were light and fluffy. The ham, guess what? Still good. Still salty. <laughs> and um, still salty. And the cheese, she kicked the sodium up another notch. And then the muffin just absorbs it all. It was it was delicious. It was really good. Delicious. I was in a one dish like situation. One dish wonder. Yep. We had that and brought bagels and cream cheese. I also did the holiday treat, the Pillsbury Cinnabon. Not to be confused with like the real Cinnabon. Because they're worlds. This is the layman, apart. the layman cinnamon bun. If you don't eat those things within ten minutes of coming out of the oven, you start to see what they're doing to your stomach because they get. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great. We did. We had a great brunch. And again, ladies, don't don't overdo it. Well, don't overdo it. Now, the we're going to end the ham piece with really what could happen with that ham that's still left. That's going to be Hop and John. On New Year's Day. Uh, Do you remember what that is? <laughs> yes. It's something that you think is so crazy delicious, but it's the weirdest oh, thing I've ever God. seen made. One pound dry black eyed peas soaked <sighs> overnight and rinsed to remove pebblers and foreign bodies. Oh, good grief. You put that in a pot with an onion chopped up, a celery chopped up, a carrot chopped up. Then you add like 12 cups of water and throw in whatever's left of that ham. That ham bone, ham hock, ham, ham, ham over Miami. You cook that on low all day, and about an hour before dinner, you get the Jiffy's corn muffin mix, and you make a box of cornbread. You ladle that slop, the beans, the ham, the onions. It is to die for. It's a southern Tradition. Hoppin' John. Are you hoppin' mad? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't even know what to say because I've seen her cooking in the pot and, and and it scares me. Well, not only does it scare you, but my husband runs for the hills. Oh. He won't even like take a spoonful of it. Because you make a gigantic cauldron of it and you're the only one that likes it. <laughs> she she good the second day around. Well, too. and the minute you start making her, you start talking about her. I love it. <sighs> I, I, I'm excited about it now. So ladies, get ready for Hop and John. Get that ham going. If your employer or a customer or your spouse's coworker gives you a Christmas ham. Celebrate it. She's got nine lives. She'll she, be with you till Easter. She sure does. <laughs> She'll be Better with. nuzzle up next to her because you and her are eating about one meal a day for the next ten days. Oh, 
Well, thank you so much, Ian, for, for uh, we, we're not going to talk about any more food, but I just wanted to talk about ham. Thank you so much. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. We'll be right back. Joy to the world. Somebody say joy. All right. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. And I think we're going to do a little TBT this time. Because one of the things around the holidays are house guests mm. and what's the proper etiquette. And so For I... so many things, really. I know. We're going to run this one call. We'll come back right after this. So enjoy our little TBT. We'll be right back. Ooh. Oh, we have another caller. Hang on. Hi, Snyder. This is um, a caller from Bayville, Long Island. I was glad to see you're taking callers. Yes, we are. I have a real dilemma. My sister is visiting from Buffalo. She's such a loaf. She hasn't even gotten out of bed yet. What? We could go on for hours about the house guest who is truly on holiday (laughs) and comes into your home and treats it as though it is their own personal bed and breakfast, sleeps till noon, doesn't lift a finger, is truly a guest. So, yeah, uh, but what would you do right now? I'm ready to, like, pound on her door, get her up. So she's been asleep soundly since last night when she put her head on the pillow? Or is this a nap? No, she may probably drank a little bit too much. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) Well, where are you, on Long Island? On Long Island. Wrong island. Uh, The wrong island, if you will. And I do know that alcohol is legally served at establishments in the state of New York until 4 a.m. And in a private residence (laughs) even later. (laughs) So I can only imagine. Well, let's, let's back up the bus. Your house guest, your beloved sister, she's been asleep now all day. Has she gotten up for nourishment and gone back to bed? Is this a nap or... She's still sleeping from last night. I did hear her get up to have some bread pudding with either whipped cream or ice cream. I'm not sure. Some kind Ooh. of... Within the past two hours? No, that was more like noon. Oh, wow. Wow. Is her husband with her in that guest bed? No. Oh. <laughs> I would say it is well within your hostess rights to give a light tap on the door, admit yourself, jack open those blinds, and and get our little sleeping beauty up for happy hour. <laughs> for happy hour. That will be that will be the motivation. And she's your sister, so unlike a an out of town visitor that might have been a college classmate that you haven't seen in in years, or your daughter's boyfriend, this is someone you can open the door for. And quite frankly, I mean, although this is a podcast and it's timeless and ageless, it is three eighteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is well past the time. I mean, do you think you could crack the door and let the dog in? No, that's correct. <laughs> idea. But I think you know you hit on the head. I think the happy hour will definitely be the motivation. Oh, sure. Just the tinkling of ice cubes should do it. Yeah, I say, I mean, this is a slippery slope. I think it depends on who the guest is. It depends on if it's if they're sleeping single in a double bed or the other way around. <laughs> I think you got to know your audience. I think that a family pet is always the best ally in a situation like this. But, go. I mean, it's it's almost supper time. So, <laughs> <laughs> my lady best get up and put a washcloth on her face and get ready. All right. How, how's the other Snyder? Do you agree with this? I agree completely. 
I think it's great advice. I love getting calls from Long Island because you you chicks are wild down there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you do down there and how you broads even stay alive, but you do. Yeah, it's barely barely holding on with a thread. But I, I love I love the Snyder on call fan base down there. You know, we're gonna do a listening party down there. Okay. At your house. At your house. Surprise. <laughs> No problem, no problem. And you can feel free to come in and wake us up if we've if we've lingered too long at uh in, in Slumberland. Yeah, because part of the listening party package is <laughs> that Snyder and Snyder get to sleep at your house. Oh yeah. Problem. If you're gonna be a hostess, you're gonna host us. <laughs> and we're gonna bring a hostess gift. Yep. Yeah. You just have to decide who's gonna sleep on the top of the bunk bed. Oh, oh, that's a toy. I mean, I don't know. What was that with uh, that movie with Will Ferrell? Step Brothers. <laughs> that's Woo. what's going to happen. Woo. Gravity will pull us pull us together. Amen. Well, it is so great to hear from you. And uh, please you call back nice and year. you let us know. And Happy New Year, love. All right. Ciao, ciao. All right. <laughs> Bye. Welcome back. Holly, jolly, folly, molly, yeah. dolly Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Well, it is. And I have put together <clears throat> the Snyder on Call top 10 Christmas wish list. Wow. And listeners, I would advise all of you throughout the year when you realize you want something or need something or see something on television or in one of those fabulous magazines that you flip through, if you're anything like me, write it down so that when those beloved friends and family say, what do you need or what do you want? What would you like? You can say, do you know what? My toaster's on the flip. Mm. Fritz? Fritz. What's it called? On the fritz. On the sh- on the shits. You will. It's a dirty word. You know, or my coffee maker. I do the same thing. I keep a list in my. Phone. I don't, and I, I'm going to start this year. But what I did put together is the top ten Christmas wishes from Snyder on Call. And again, if I could learn music editing in a way that I could have a little, we'd have some background music. We'd for have this. a little jingle jangle. Okay. In no particular order. Number one. I would like a pre-lit Christmas tree that actually works after season one. <laughs> we all buy the pre-lit tree. And, and she looks so pretty. First year, she's a winner. But that's it. After that, she's a sinner. Yeah, it's <laughs> she, like the Miss America. Once you get up there and you're all lit up and you're the star of the show, the next year, uh, just get back in your box. She's always breaking. Right now, I have down on my tree. It is a pre-lit, but of of probably 12 strands that are glued onto that thing. Sure. Only Making four, it look even more lifelike. Four still work. Wow. So now I have strung my 99-cent CVS pharmacy per strand. Supplemental lighting. <laughs> yeah. So I got more wires than AT&T in the 60s. <laughs> So I, I would like a pre-lit tree that works. Number two. Number two. Enough hot water for the house full of this house on Christmas Eve at 3 p.m. to get a hot shower. Yeah. It seems that between laundry, dishwasher, two adult daughters, 
a husband and a son whose DNA makes them shower for 45 minutes just on hot. That's it's almost like you for. have to do a random lottery system for like the showers. <laughs> like you have to either have wristband distribution or like you have to everyone pick a ball out of the bag in whatever numeric order. Oh. That's what you shower in. Number three, I wish for an empty grocery store shopping experience. Oh, yeah. I'd pay extra. Because between extra. now and 1225, Ooh. every time I go to the grocery store, it's Armageddon. I'm out of cranberries. And I've got news. The sky is blue. The sun is shining. But people are at that grocery store. Nothing. The shelves are bare. And you're jostling and pushing. I must have the mixed nuts. I would love the empty grocery store. Truth. One thing I want more of, Anne, and this brings me to number four, I would love more celebrity holiday CDs. Oh. <laughs> um, why? I love it. I for, ju- example, for example. For example, I just watched on Netflix A Very Murray Christmas, a somewhat dark Sofia Coppola-directed genre piece. But the music in it is fabulous. And don't judge me. Haters going to hate. Miley Cyrus singing Silent Night. What? Moving. Twerking. I want more celebrity holiday CDs. Now, number five on the list, and this is really a tribute to the poodles in my life who have been so amazingly inclusive for me to be with them on life journey. Mm. I want a spa day for me and you and our circle of friends. I like it. That would be awesome. That's number five. Wow. Number Again, s- that is something that would require a random lottery draw. Yes, because there's, there's, too, there's, many. there's too, many too many people. Yeah, we'd have to do the, the bag of balls. Super popular. Number six on my top ten is, and it is sort of, now it's starting to feel a little selfish, a shopping spree at the mothership. Wow, yeah. Anne and I have experienced together <laughs> going to New York, going to Macy's, there when the doors open. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, there when the doors close. Yes, it's true. But never at Christmas time for me. No. Well, never at Christmas time. Yeah. It's, but let's it's, start training for that. Let's train <sighs> in 2016 to, to do go down that. and do it. And then yeah. we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll take all of our studio with us. Yeah. And maybe we'll set up in the ladies' room there. They would never know, they would, would they? Never, ever. Ladies' lounge. Number seven, my wish, is just to have a healthy family. Truth. And when we cross over from 30 to 40, we're invincible. 40 to 50, we might have a little ache or pain. Fatty liver. Well, that too. But (laughs) the 50s sort of make you realize that your health is super important Mm -hmm. and you want health. So I'm going to wish that. All right. Now, number eight on my top 10 Christmas wish list is to have the scotch tape and the scissors in the same place I left it when I wrapped the Christmas presents the night before. At the ready, yeah. That elf on a shelf, I'm convinced, lives, and at night, you know what they do? They take my scissors, my good scissors, the scissors that can actually cut that gift wrap, and the scotch tape, and God knows where it goes. but Perhaps I, someone took it to wrap a present for you. Mm-hmm. Dial the rage down a little bit. Okay. Now, my other, now, number nine on the <laughs> list. I mean, and I'm just going to say, because we, we're not going to take any political positions, and we do not use this as a bully pulpit. 
But for Christmas, I would just wish that I could live in no fear of semi-automatic weapons Mm -hmm. at the mall, the movie theater, my place of employment. I just think, can we all agree on semi-automatic weapons, the weapons that are not used for recreational hunting, skeet shooting, target practice, but are really used in warfare. Hmm. Can we just say we're not going to have those in our country? Let's just take a pass on those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just take a pass on those. Okay. And then uh, uh, number 10. Oh, geez. Number 10. (laughs) I wish for peace on earth. Goodwill to men. And women. And with that, the Snyder on Call top 10 Christmas list. <laughs> a few selfish things in there. But that's okay. But that's I mean, okay. we're human. We're, we're human. human. And let's celebrate. So, ladies, listeners. It's good to make a list. It's, it's good, good to, to make goals. a list. And keep her going all year. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. I need more eggnog, Ann. Hilarious. I'm Ann Snyder. I'm Julie Snyder. Snyder on Call. <laughs> And welcome back to Snyder on Call. I mean, Julie, I'm going to tell you something. Christmas came early for this Mrs. Snyder. What? I'm going to tell you why. Because this year, for the first time in almost seven or eight years, the Snyder family, a la me, had a conflict with the school holiday pageant, and we did not attend. What do you mean you didn't attend? We didn't attend. We you mean you let your, your child up on stage without no. you? My child's in the seventh grade, and historically at his school, the seventh grade is what they call stage crew. I love it. So I'm not, <laughs> I made a conscious decision and kind of got everybody in the house to agree that we were not going to go and sit in the hot cafegimateria to to watch our son in a black turtleneck moving in the props and moving out the props. Stage crew. I love it. So we committed to our other obligation and it was liberating and delightful because I don't think for one more year could I put myself through what I'm going to call um, what's that show with Tim Gunt, uh, Project Runway? <laughs> yeah, I'm parochial school style, where like they tell you everybody in the third grade is supposed to be a snowman. Use supplies you find around your home. Don't go overboard with store bought costumes. B.S. They all went and got the frozen snowman oh, costume yeah. at Party yeah. City. Everybody's Olaf with a little hot glue gun enhancement. Oh, no can do. Geez. So I tapped out because some of these moms. Everybody in the kindergarten should come dressed like an angel. Yeah, and I've seen the Victoria's Secret yeah, wings. So you got, you got like a kid coming right <laughs> off the runway, Victoria's Secret angel. And then you got like Timmy, whose mom works 80 hours a week. In and, a pillar case. Right, and she just doing something with a cellophane and a coat hanger. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like a nightmare. And that whole angel halo oh, sure. And then the eighth graders, all big and pimply and goony. Like, they going to recreate the walk to Bethlehem? Are you? You nuts. Oh, no thanks. And the poor kid that is the camel oh. <laughs> with the two humps. Right. And then, <laughs> and, and then Joey's mom, who just had a baby with her third husband, that baby's going to be Jesus. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm done. Happy holidays. I'm done. <laughs> See you guys after the new year. But I'm, I'm real happy that I got to tap out. But next year, my kid might be Jesus. It's a lot. <laughs> 
Jesus on the cross or baby oh, yay No, maybe I'm, I misspoke. I want to say I'm not having another baby. Um, maybe my son be Joseph walking to Bethlehem next year. Oh, eighth year. grader, yeah. Maybe, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the supporting cast of the Christmas oh. pageant of peace. All of a sudden, there's five wise men. All of a sudden, <laughs> like, there's two angelers and, you know. Oh, my There's gosh. a lot of women. So Mary's not the only virgin in the crowd. I got. I mean, I. So I, I don't know. Did you have to put yourself through a holiday pageantry? Well, my son, uh, my son opted out of the school musical, the musicale. Yeah, and instead, because the kids that weren't in the musicale thought they had gotten home free, like so there wouldn't be a right um, any sort of Christmas presentation for the upper grades at my son's school. Well, when those moms got wind of that, Uh-oh. all hell broke oh, loose. Oh, sure, because Project Runway, they got it. <laughs> so guess what? Grades four through eight or five through eight in our school, gymatorium, cafeteria. Gym cafetorium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guess, guess when they're doing that? Monday night. Oh, for crying out yeah. loud. Monday night, it starts at 6.30. Good luck finding a parking spot. In wow. fact, my husband's already over there now holding the seat. <laughs> And it's Sunday noon. <laughs> is there a theme or is it just an eclectic mix of holiday classics? Well, just like your son's um, music teacher, my music teacher is a is school rock wannabe school rock of star. Rock, yeah. Music major did not get picked up by Bono, U2, right, or R- RCA, or any of the yeah, like. Yeah, Paul McCartney didn't have him play backup on the world tour. So he's just going to teach some of the kids. Those guys get real excited when they have one student who might have a little bit of music inclination that can jam with them. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're teaching a bunch of fourth graders how to play guitar. Oh, I can't. It's take great that it. you bring in your electric guitar, oh, but yeah. like Christmas time, you think he's opening for insert rock band here. No, um, do they think it's Christmas time again? You know, oh. feed the oh. world. Let them know it's Christmas. I mean, hilarious. <laughs> we better. I I, mean, I, 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 don't. I better. I hope nobody from his school listens to this because yeah. he'll get kicked right out. Mm. Well, uh, Christmas pageant of peace. Your <laughs> ticket shows me you are in row ZZ, <laughs> seat twenty nine. <laughs> oh my God! Just real funny story. Not naming names because I know the wife is a listener of Snyder on Call, but a guy that I'm friends with through work was talking real loud and proud that, you know, he dropped a dime at the recent fundraiser and bought the entire first row. Oh, yeah, that's a hot auction item. Right. His daughter's on stage crew. She's not even going to be out. (laughs) She's wearing the black turtleneck in the back. He got the front row to all of it. (laughs) Oh, Julie Sorry. I'm Ann Snyder. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yes, sir. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. And Ann, we're going to keep this one short. And I think we're going to keep it short because we are very busy. It's a busy time We've got of year. we about a billion things to do in it's the next week. It's taken us a while to come into studio. And in fact, studio was converted into my gift wrapping room. I've noticed that. I have noticed that. And I did that <laughs> because no one else in my family will venture into this place. And I will tell you that this studio... 
It's going to make me cry. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Please. This studio is such sacred space. It was built. It was built with love by my husband and our good friend who's a sound engineer. It was financed on the back of a extremely maximized <laughs> line of, of credit. <laughs> it was a place where you and I came almost a year ago and said, what if? What, what if? if? What a journey it's been and what a year it's been. And so when I think about Christmas and gifts, I do mean the gift of time, the gift of laughter, the gift of honesty, mm-hmm. the gift of friendship, celebration. And so, Anne, we have just about finished the year. I think we might come back in studio and wrap the year. Oh, we sort have of. To. We've got to go post Christmas. Yeah. And New Year's resolution. Well, just for show. I mean, it's <laughs> let's not let's not go crazy. But I want to just end this uh, this time. We're over, uh, I think we're over 1,300 listens mm-hmm. on Podbean. The feedback we've gotten has been so great. And, in fact, one listener sent me something that I'm going to share. Well, while you look that up, I will just say another year tried and true friendship true and blue like you've been with me through thick and thin i have so many people coming up to me looking for you where's julie (laughs) it's like we're salt and pepper peanut butter jelly like we we do you're the yin to my yang well we do still have the day jobs and you know what we love our jobs yeah and we're good at our jobs and it allows us each separate and apart to collect material for the podcast well yeah i mean if we didn't have life journey to talk about we wouldn't have much i'm just going to close with this great thought from one of our listeners that that is just fun i'm dreaming of a white christmas but if the white runs out i'll have the red it's all good And I'm flexible. That's right. And so, ladies, we're going to raise our glasses. We're going to clink. Where's your glass? That's over here. We're drinking a, a Pellegrino. Wow, fancy. And ladies, Merry thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. And we'll be back for our New Year's Rockin' Eve <laughs> <laughs> with Snyder on call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. Merry Christmas, everyone. And God bless us, everyone. Amen. All right. Somebody clap your hands. Yes. Well, it's time. Time to bring some joy, y'all. Sing joy one more time. Joy to the world.